<laughs> and I'm Stanley Wiggins. And this is Black Hipster. <laughs> we talk about Black pop culture. Gay pop culture. Black gay pop culture. And sometimes other shit. Other shit. <laughs> Wait, what was this? I'm sorry, guys. I totally botched up that intro. But, like, it was, I heard, like, I don't know what that was. It was like New Jack Swing, and then someone was like, "Ah, shit!" And then like oh, the man. line just went dead. I was like, "What is happening?" Right oh, now? probably the reception. Reception. <laughs> I mean, the what is the connection? What that's what we're dealing with. Yeah, I'm like, did we like cross wires with someone? <laughs> oh my god, that threw me off, but it definitely gave me a little teehee. Um, to start the show. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> How um, are you doing? I'm good, but I do need to bring up something very important that what is, is really on my mind and bothering me. Mm-hmm. So I go to check my email the other day, and it's uh, my Gmail was like, "You're ninety five percent full. Like you either need to buy more space." Or empty out your 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 Gmail, and I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Like I thought Gmail was just like unlimited space. <laughs> like, oh. like, so what are we talking about? Ninety five percent full, and and like, how did I not get a warning at like eighty? Yeah, <laughs> was yeah. Like, hey girl, you getting close to the edge? I'm like, no, no, no. Like Gmail, it, like it's like Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, you're supposed to just be. And, like, I should never be bothered about, like, the admin type of stuff. But, like, Netflix got us, too. They was like, here, y'all, unlimited everything. Here, bam, 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 bam. Bitch, watch it. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. And then they were like, actually, on second thought, we're going to charge you mad money. This mm-hmm. is double what you used to pay. But guess what, bitch? You want to see what happens in that last season of Ozarks, don't you? Don't you? You want to see another season of Narcos. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. You're going to pay it. And you over here salty as hell, like yo, how dare they? Funny. <laughs> so I'm like, what Gmail? What am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. I cannot, what? I cannot have access to my main email. That's are well, are there things that you can erase? Because G, it's also a huge. How much space do they give you? Like that's what I'm saying. They I used to tell you. <laughs> no, it was it's definitely limited, but it's a few gigs that used to show like your mailbox. Oh no, okay. So I'm on there. It's 15 gigs. You have 15 gigs, which is that's a lot. Not a lot. I think that's a lot I'm for need, email. Like a, a terabyte. I don't really know what that means, but I know it's big. <laughs> yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. Mine is I'm at 51%, 7.7 gigs. And I should just manage it because I have over, you know how people, I think we talked about this. I have over 8,000 unread emails. Mm-hmm. So I need to probably just delete that, you know, and get yeah, rid of I it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That's why I'm like, what the F? I have 29. I have 29 unread emails. Um, wow. Yeah, I had over 12,000 at one point, And I was like, this is giving me, like, heart palpitations. Uh-huh. So I was like, fine. I'll go in and I'll clean it up. And I literally, in like a week... I just did a little bit every day and just like cleaned them up. So, um, but I, I suppose there's a bunch of email in there that I could delete that I'm just, but that's the thing. It's just like, 
who's going in to delete red emails? Like that's just going to take way too much. Like that's true. Now and going through, it's easy to just delete unread emails. I guess I could just go back to like, you know, 20, 2008 and stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. I suppose. Yeah. And there must be something on there where they um, make it easy for you. Like, what is the word? Like you're able to sort stuff, you know? Yeah, I suppose. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to delete everything from before like 2010. That's a good idea. Yeah. 2020. Like, what do I Yeah, what, what do you need it for? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It, yeah, I think that's smart. Because if you haven't talked to those people, you and then it, even if you're missing some email, like an email address or something, that it'll pop up if you remember, like, the first few, like, letters of that person's name. Yeah, I don't care. Because it's yeah. like, we're, am I talking to these folks? Probably Exactly. Not. Exactly. It's That's bad. very, very true. I graduated from journalism school in 2010. So anything from before that, just completely obliterated. Yeah. Wow, it's been yeah. 10 years. Isn't it? Time goes by so quickly. How is it 10 years from when I graduated from grad school? Because you know how much that makes me feel old. Like, so then what the hell year did I graduate from college? Because you know, I took some time off. Like, I didn't. I remember 2005. <laughs> okay, I didn't, I didn't need you to announce it. I, 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 I do remember when I graduated from college. Thank okay, you. okay. Yes, yes, all right. Appreciate it. Yeah, my thanks. bad, my bad. <laughs> my, uh, my sister just texted me. She's like, maybe like a week ago. She's like, look what I found. And it was a picture of my diploma, uh, my <laughs> college diploma. And I was like, where was it? And I remember, it's under my mother's mattress. So... <laughs> My mother had kept it under her mattress for years, and I guess she got a new bed, so she put it under that mattress, and then they moved out. They moved to a different home. So my sister was unpacking everything, and then there was my diploma. So I'm like, I don't even know what to do with it at this point. Like, should I, like, I, I, I don't know if I should even get it framed. Like, it's it's years ago now, because I like Josh has his frame. Do you, where's your diploma? Do you wrote your diplomas? Do you have them? Yeah, I got them. <laughs> <laughs> well, a bag with some documents. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually have three because Brandeis had oh, to that's right. Because they Sorry. jacked up the the full name of the major because they gave them to us in our hands mm -hmm. at our department. Uh, you know, they do like departmental graduations before yes. the big main graduation. So they actually give you your diploma at the departmental graduation. Mm -hmm. And mine just says English. <laughs> and I was yes. like, wait, what? But <laughs> the name of the major was English and American Literature. American Literature. So yeah. they had to like rewrite me and send me a new one in the summertime. Um, okay. So I have both of those. And of course, I have my grads. I think I have my grad school diploma. But you do you so that I don't care at this point. I love like, that. I love that. Yeah. There's no denying that I went. That's and true. I graduated, like, and I finished, and yeah. I'm straight. Like, I'm good. So I used to. I used to have this reoccurring nightmare. I kid you not. And this was probably like last year that I all of us I got contacted because they found out I never graduated high school, and that I they I had to go back to high school. So I would have in these dreams, I was back in high school, older and still nervous about like, oh my gosh, I don't know what's going on. And my whole future was in jeopardy. And it was the so weirdest a thing. movie basically. Yes. You're rewriting in your sleep. Exactly. And I'm like, why? And I got seriously would wake up with so much like 
like angst energy, like anxiety, like, oh my gosh, it was horrible. It was like a nightmare. It was those in a dream. It was verging <laughs> on a nightmare. And this happened, I remember having this dream multiple times. So scary to me. So scary to me. I don't know what that meant. You should, you should yeah, you should look that up. You should, I should. find out. I mean, it, it, obviously, it's probably just about some other manifestation of something in your life that you're mm -hmm. like neglecting to complete and it's nagging at you or something crazy. Exactly. exactly. I used to always have a dream that I was back in college and that I was going to fail a class because I just didn't go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I'd just be like, wait a minute, did I not go to any of these classes? And they're <laughs> like, yeah, you were in like legal studies for and. Today's the final, but you haven't gone to any of the classes. <laughs> and I'm oh. like, I'm going to fail. Yeah. And I would have that dream all the time. And it would be a different class every time. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, all the time. Like, I'm talking like just I could have one next week. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just pops up every now and then, that dream. So I don't know what the hell that means. But I also have crazy dreams. So, you know, I'm kind of used to it now. It just sucks when you're in the dream. Yeah. It feels like real life and you're all panicking and you wake up and you just, for me, I feel like sometimes when I have a dream like that, it's like, well, that was a waste. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm like, why can't I have a dream that I was dating John David Washington while I was missing that class? And you know what I mean? Exactly. We had a makeout session or something that would entertain me in the dream oh instead of God. just being worried. Yeah. Which, which I guess, about, which is, I don't even remember. So like, like you mentioned, Don David Washington, like at least I don't remember the last time I've had like a sex dream or like a makeout dream or any of those. I, I, I have no idea. I do. Uh, <laughs> 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 like I had one last night. I took a brief nap today I and I had it. sex dream. It was not that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Not at all talking about today though that's that is very very <laughs> true yes <laughs> but but we'll, you, did, you did want to talk about this silhouette challenge on tiktok and it's loosely i guess related to maybe not sex dreams with sex fantasies mm -hmm. um because i was reading up on it because i honestly you know i have not been on social media much lately I've just been super busy with work yeah um so if it's not related to work i've just been like nope 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 <laughs> So I didn't know what this whole silhouette challenge was. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it's, it, what I don't remember when it became big, but this year, definitely. But, you know, it was, it started with primarily women sort of doing, you never know that, um, what's that, um, that play, Chicago, the red background yeah. from like Chicago, Beyonce's, and a lot of performers have done it, where yeah. all you see is kind of just the silhouette. You know, the woman is dark, it's the red light behind her. Right. And, um, you know, she dances. So a lot of celebrities, influencers have been doing it. Um, famous people I know, like Tiffany Haddish did one recently with Common, where, you know, it shows the silhouette. So you can't really tell what the person is wearing, but it's, mm -hmm. it's supposed to allude to a sexual silhouette. Yeah. Sexual body shape. And it became really, really big. And then it just, re there was a resurgence like a couple of weeks ago because now, this is a filter. That red like background is a filter that you place um, on the video before you have it go live. But they, men, primarily men, have discovered that there's a way to remove that filter. So right. You, and so yeah. if people are just actually naked or extremely scantily clad, they can just see what's under the filter. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> 
And, you know, they, a lot of other like people, influencers or whatever have been going out, you know, have been vocal about saying, listen, if you're going to do this, you need to be aware that there are people, creeps out there who are removing that filter and they're able to see either what you're wearing or not, you're wearing nothing. So, and the one really interesting thing about it is that apparently there's been a small, I've heard some murmurs, read some articles about YouTube because a lot of these videos have come from YouTube. It started like on Reddit and stuff, but there are YouTube tutorials on how to remove this filter. And mainly because of the fact, mainly because they want to see what these women and people look like, you know, without them. So people were talking about, is there any sort of responsibility on their side? Because they're making money off of, um, you know, these videos, you know, they're able to advertise and those videos have become so popular. So people are, you know, just besides the creepiness of it, creepiness of it, this thing lives on YouTube, which is a big, huge company, and they're benefiting from it monetarily. What is their responsibility to, um, and they removed, um, I think they removed a lot of the videos, but it's really uh, interesting that this is happening. Really funny how like people are making something that was supposed to be light and fun. Now it turns into something that was creepy. And not so great. Well, because that's the world. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not at all surprised about that. Oh, yeah. It's super light and fun, and then it turns sexual and really creepy. You don't say. <laughs> like, come on. It's like, that's pretty much everything that happens in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And may I be slightly, um, a, a, a little bit of an auntie? Um, <laughs> What? right now. And just like how much I hate social media sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So I started like flipping through, um, you know, some of these little like challenge videos. And I was just like, I just, I really don't want to participate in any of this. <laughs> it just makes me so like, oh, really? Like yeah. a new thing. I'm mm-hmm. like, please, I want no parts of this. I don't want to participate. I don't even want to care. And like, I want to be able to look at it from afar. And if I appreciate something, little, little applause. Mm-hmm. But this is one of those things that I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'm over it. I don't yeah. care about this. And I don't care to watch anybody. <laughs> um, and it just, it just makes me even that much more just like, uh, like this is what we do at our time. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, I feel like such an auntie, but I just can't deny how I feel. (laughs) Ah, I'm getting old. Although, 23-year-old me probably would... No, you know, I can't do that because 23-year-old me was a long time ago. So, again, it was just a different world. I don't know how 23-year-old me would participate in this new world. So, I can't say that. So, you know... Well, I guess we can... You can liken it to... So, I mean, because we had social media wasn't wasn't as big of a thing as you know it is now when we were like that age, twenty three or whatever. Yeah, but it, I was, wonder... it was not like the only thing that existed was Facebook. Yeah, you know, and then all the stuff that came before it that didn't last. But we didn't have Instagram and TikTok and all this stuff when we were twenty three. I wonder, to your point, I wonder how we would have. Like, would we have been like, eh, whatever about it? Or would we, would we have been, like you said, aunties? And I was like, no, this is hard. It's stupid. I wonder, because I, there were things, what were our equivalents? What were things that kids or like young people were doing then 
it's just a difference in the it generation. Is, yeah. It is because if it was bigger when we were that age, maybe because it's not like we were super old when Instagram and all this stuff was created. We weren't. Yeah. We were young enough. And like I never cared that much about Facebook. Mm-hmm. I only got on Facebook because I felt like I had to. <laughs> you know, I had to participate and and be able to access yeah. certain things, which for the most part just meant other people's Facebook accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we weren't, we were in our twenties when Instagram came around. I That's think. true. We definitely were in our <laughs> like kind of. Yeah, I think we were in our late twenties when it, when it became huge. But then too, we have some. You know, it's interesting because with celebrities, I think I think it's different when you can make money or a, a lot of money off of social media. So like celebrities and all, I feel like they're in a little, they're in a different category and influence because they, that's more so their career where they might not have been, they might not do it if it didn't help, you know, the bottom line, if it didn't contribute to their livelihood where you have normal people, regular people who are outside of that. I think that there are a lot of people our age who definitely live on social media. Absolutely. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. But maybe we're at the end of it where it kind of starts tapering down. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, there are more people who are probably in their mid-20s or earlier, you know, early 30s who it's bigger with. And our age group is still a huge number, but it's not as much. Because I want, because I know some friends who are on social media who are big on social media, but I think the ones who live on it more so are definitely in their early 30s, mid-20s, you know? Yeah, but I feel like I definitely know some people our age or older who, like, it's everything is a documentable moment for them. (laughs) Like, they live their lives for posting. I think it's a certain personality type. That's true. That's true. And then, too, you can see how, like, because we have those stories, like, the people who are in Instagram, how they use it differently. Because I feel like the media, what am I talking about? The, The content. The content looks different coming from a 20-year-old, coming from a late 20-year-old, 30, late 30-year-old, going into your 40s. The content looks very different. I follow some people who are in there, you know, over the age of 40, over the age of 50, and they'll just post a picture. Me and my daughter are me going to the store. (laughs) You know, love the rain, love the snow, you know, just all these things. You know, it's very matter-of-fact, you know, whereas then you have people in their 30s. (laughs) You said that's that's what? That's me. That's why I feel so bad for my followers. I'm like, I'm sorry, y'all. I post like once every three months and then it ain't that interesting. That's why I'm like, who follows me? <laughs> I'm just not that interesting because I'm not that interested. Yes. I see other people and they go hard and I yes. how hard some other people go and I'll have ideas in my head, but I'm like, I'm not going to bother to execute that. Like, I'm just not. Like, I would have to beat this face eight times. Uh-huh. <laughs> change my wig eight times. Like, get, get you know, download a, a, a editing program to get the music or the voice over. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like, what? This seems like an all-day task. I'm just <laughs> Like... Um, writing and editing stories is an all-day task that somebody actually pays me to do. Yes. So, yeah. But even with your captions, like your captions are still kind of, they have some personality to it. Like I was saying, with older people, it's just very much matter of fact. There's no, they're no judging, like they're not trying to work on their caption to come up with something witty. It's like they're sitting with friends, sitting with friends, had a good time. You know, it's just, and the younger people come up with much more flowery, much more 
things that are like tongue in cheek, you know, it's much more creativity behind that caption because then they know what's going to capture the audience. It's a different type of personality, personality that thrives, I think, on Facebook where the captions have to be good, where that older person, or as you get older, you see a difference, I think, in the, the captions. The captions definitely reveal. <laughs> it's <laughs> uh, funny no older people doing this silhouette challenge huh they're not really? removing the filters for them huh no i mean i know that they've had some you know people older people have gotten creative because even remember the one that's also the bus it challenge the bus it challenge yes yeah. yes and i've seen some older people who've done that in really you know fun you know inventive ways but yeah it is a lot you know because i think it's a way of um you know, connecting with people, but it is kind of like, where do they come from? Who creates these challenges? They go viral, you put a hashtag on it, and girl, we need to create a, a, a viral challenge. It's funny, we'll create something and then we won't even ever do one. It's like, we put it out there, we forgot about that, girl. <laughs> Did you go on Instagram today? I totally forgot. <laughs> I know, and I'll be, by the time um, it comes back around, it will have evolved into something way too intricate and detailed. Yes. If I have to beat my face to do it, I'm sorry, I will pass. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> no, no. My my trick is if I do makeup one day, I just try to take a bunch of pictures and then just keep them because you never know. Yeah, you never never know. <laughs> and then I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna <laughs> post a picture. I'm like, don't nobody want to see this. We no. we straight, we good. Yeah, yes, it's it's insane. Yeah. And yeah. how are you? Um, how are you feeling to start? Because it is Black History Month. I forgot about Yay, that. Yay, Black History Month. <laughs> Mojo, Jama, Coochie Chocolate. Wait, no, that's Kwanzaa. I was the Kwanzaa, okay, yeah. I'm, um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You guys know, I grew up very blackity black black. Um, uh -huh. mm -hmm. So, you know, I know all the Kwanzaa principles and when that time of the year comes around. Mm -hmm. And I know the words to lift every voice and sing. Yeah. Um, well, not the whole thing. Because you said it's really long. Yeah. It is pretty long. So we used to just do like that first verse. <laughs> when did, did you do this in school, right? Every assembly. Yeah, that's amazing. Every, oh, listen. Every time they got up on that loudspeaker and they said we had to do the Pledge of Allegiance and the Star Spangled Banner, you better believe it was followed by followed up by the, the Black National Anthem. Oh, my you God. You better believe it. My parents was like, don't put your heart, don't put your hand to your heart and say the pledge. And we could care less about the national anthem. Learn this, left every voice to sing. Yeah, yes. my parents that's, were adamant about that. That's good. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, we never sang it at school. We we did the as a kid. I remember doing the Pledge of Allegiance, but I didn't know that. I, maybe I have been told, but I don't remember knowing that the lift every voice and lift every voice and sing was a black thing, a black American thing, until I was definitely in my thirties. I don't remember that like retaining that information. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm pretty, maybe I hadn't heard about it, but when mm -hmm. it actually stuck and it was recently, right. I think I forgot about it. Yeah. yeah. I forgot. We used to talk about it a lot as children. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> maybe Jasmine Sullivan or we mix it into the national anthem at the um, Super Bowl on Sunday. Mm. Possible. Oh, the Jasmine Sullivan singing the. Super Apparently. Yeah. Oh. I just found out the other day and I was like I would have missed that you know how mad I would have been I sat through Lady Gaga butchering the hell out of that shit for the inauguration and I would have missed Jasmine Sullivan tear that thing the whole <laughs> hell down I didn't that think she sounded bad I love Lady oh, Gaga oh lord 
I didn't think she sounded bad. Could have missed me with that. Oh, she no. was, and she was trying to like put a little spin at the end. And uh-huh. like, Gaga, I don't know you to sing terribly, but yeah, what are singer. you doing right now? Right? Yeah. I, like, I actually thought you were going to do a good job. Maybe, I don't know what's going on right now. Maybe it was that rendition. But you know what's funny is that I found she. I remember watching her for like the Oscars. You know, I've watched. I was. I've watched lots. Her do lots of performances just on TV and the, and the internet now. I don't even talk about TV. We watch TV, but yeah, I watch. I love her. So uh, she did a beautiful like rendition of like some like the sound of music and all of these things. And I was like, she sounds amazing. And I've heard her sing really well on her live shows. I wonder if it was the how she was trying to sing because she has this album coming out with Tony Bennett. And I wonder if she was trying to adapt to a different style of singing and maybe it just the rendition, the, the structure of the song that she put together. I mean, not, it didn't take away the structure, but the way she sang it was maybe just not a, not a win. I wonder, you know, mm. I remember when, who was it? I don't, what's the other song that's not the national anthem? Oh gosh, it's not. Well, it's, America the Beautiful. Oh gosh. Maybe it's that. I don't remember. I remember that they sing that too on like football games and all mm-hmm. they sing it. It's the one that comes with four. They don't, it's not the big one, but anyway, destiny. Yeah, about America. Yes. Yeah. Destiny shall sing that. And it, they put a spin on it. Like uh, it, they sounded so amazing. And I was like, it's definitely one of my favorite, not on the collective, but it was just one of my favorite um, songs. It wasn't, it wasn't even their own songs they did together. They sounded impeccable. And um, it was different from other. I love when people put a different spin on like a classic song, except Christmas carols. I think Christmas carols should stay the same. <laughs> Not give me, uh, hey, people will butcher a Christmas carol, girl. I think I think you like what? Sorry, that's a cut you off about going in on Christmas carols right now. <laughs> um, but two, so two people that I would love actually to see sing the national anthem. Would be one Brandy. Mm-hmm. Brandy would tear that shit up. I'm sure she's done it like in the past when she was like, you know, the biggest thing on the scene. Mm-hmm. But Tank also, and it brings me to another question, which is like, why do they always seem to tap women to sing the national anthem for these sports games and things? Oh, like I feel like it's so rare that they get the men to sing it. I don't. Oh, you know what maybe. Maybe as of late, I don't, because I can't even remember. It is a lot of women. It's always a woman. And I'm like, what's, what's up with that? Tank would tear that up. I, I wasn't that Arrow Black would tear that up. Has, has what's his, who? Arrow Black? I don't know. Yeah. Who, um, men say, who has, Usher probably has sang the national anthem, right? At like a big game. I'm pretty sure. Uh-huh. I wonder, I wonder, because it's, um, I know that I've heard, I guess that doesn't mean anything. The national anthem they say is a very difficult song to sing. Um, a lot of singers they say there are some highs and the lows, and it's mm-hmm. it's surprising. Well, that's what I'm saying that like somebody like Brandy or Tank, you know, they the two of them specifically. I always say they are masters at an awkward note. Mm-hmm. That awkward note when you go all the way down and then come back up. Yeah, it's extremely yeah. difficult to do. You have to have some serious range to make that sound wonderful, and they do it extremely well. They both also kill runs like nobody's business. I guess afterwards we're gonna have to look up videos of yeah. them. Looking. I mean, Aloe Black. I, I just think he has a very like strong. I said Arrow Black before. Aloe Black has a strong, um, powerful voice that I think 
would do the national anthem well, but they oh. just they don't very much seem to tap men a lot. That's so, interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, maybe there's a yeah. I have no idea. I've, usually these things happen during sporting events, right. so it's just like how often am I watching watching those? Like, there is that exactly. You but know, my girl Philly is going to kill it on Sunday. Yes, she's amazing. And that is the only part of the damn Super Bowl I'm probably gonna watch. Oh yes, the Super Bowl is coming <laughs> I mean, on on I Sunday. Know, I know, I know. They're gonna do this whole like poetry slam. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. What do you say? Um, I was joking. I said they're gonna do this whole poetry, uh, poetry, uh, poetry slam. Uh huh. Um, just joking. Um, but um, what's her name? What's um? Oh my God! Wow. Amanda Gorman. Amanda oh, okay. Gorman is oh. performing at the Super Bowl. What? So wow, I okay. have a vision for it that I think it works that they tie it into the halftime show. Uh huh. But I think was it the the weekend is doing. The oh yes, show? the weekend is doing the halftime. So show. there's yes. got to be a portion where like you know he's performing, he's performing, and then you know she comes from you know the stage lifts up. <laughs> and then this fire and she does this powerful poetry and he's just kind of in the background <laughs> of some shit you know you know like um the way that Beyonce incorporates Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie's um speech yes it's flawless like uh-huh. something like that but you know how Beyonce's singing in the background yes. when she's speaking mm-hmm. something like that Oh um, my girl! That would be that to me. That would be the smartest way to highlight a poet during the Super Bowl because it's upbeat. You know, it's a mm-hmm. sporting event, and you know, poetry is a very different vibe. Yeah, and I could see it not gelling very well with American <laughs> football unless you. And it's not that it, it it has to be something. It doesn't have to be an upbeat poem. It could be about whatever she wants. But I think the background of the presentation is going to be the most important part. Um, unless they just start it, they open it with that and then go into like the national anthem or something. Um, oh yeah, well, anyway, you know, don't hire me to produce the show. No, I'm saying produce, produce the, uh, that show and then produce some records too while you at it. Like get in there with the weekend. This is how you need to sing it in the background. Put your lyrics, put your vocals. <laughs> I'm, good. I'm good. They might need to get some, uh, some actual lyrical talent for that. Is he who's playing in the Super Bowl? Is your is is you know. uh, your significant other going to be glued to the television? Because I know you guys have if actual the Eagles television. Are not playing, he doesn't care as much. Uh huh. But you know, um, I feel like anybody who watches football is going to watch the Super Bowl. You know, if you go watch a regular ass football game, why wouldn't you watch the the Super Bowl? Yeah, um, it's the Kansas City Chiefs uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, who are they? I've heard of a whole bunch of black guys, a whole bunch of other black guys in tight little pants that show off their little bootays. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. as much, yeah, yeah, not as yeah, much that's as what we care about. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's very much like I'm like I don't know what's going on. I mean, football. I like I have to say, football is one of the sports that I can watch. Basketball, I do not want to see. On, I don't know what's going. I know it's just not as fun to me. I, I don't think basketball is as fun. With the football, I kind of get into. Yeah, but, well, football is uh, a lot more exciting. There's just people running down a field. Yeah, and people trying to stop them. Like, yeah, there's, you gotta admit there's some excitement in that. There is. There is. <laughs> you know? Yeah, there is. So, so it's um, 
I was wondering, because I know that they're probably, because a lot of people, I don't know if we wanted to get into that conversation, but I know that a lot of people now they show, like, because most of us just stream, like, I don't have any cable. So, um, but I feel I, like I, lots of people still have cable and TV, and it's the Super Bowl, which of course comes on like network TV. You don't have to have cable for it. I wonder if they're showing, because I know sometimes, like, for important things like CNN on, um, for Hulu, they're connected to Hulu somehow. So like the major news, ABC, NBC, they can, you can watch stuff live, stream stuff live through the app. You can just pull up ABC or they'll just say live right now. And they'll just like the presidential addresses or, you know, all this stuff that happened with like, you know, a couple of weeks ago, the Capitol rise, they will show that. I wonder if they're going to do that for, for certain people for the Super Bowl, because, you know, viewership was, is going down. And I wonder if they're trying to find out ways, find different ways to entice people. And with Hulu, they show advertisements. So I wonder right. if that's another angle that they're going to, you're able to stream it live through Hulu. I wonder. Well, it's just wild how this, like what has come of the state of television. Mm-hmm. And this is the main topic we wanted to talk about. Because you know, <laughs> I don't play with my TV. Yes. Um, yeah. And it's funny because I'm like, I probably watch all of six channels. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I'm starting to notice even the chan the few channels that I do watch, like, you know, HGTV, it's like, that's my main channel. That's what the TV stays on. It's like the default, uh-huh. the default channel is actually news one because I just, I have spectrum. So anytime you turn on the TV, it just goes there. But, um, immediately it's like a change it to, to HGTV. But yeah. I'm noticing that even now, they're, a lot of times they're only showing reruns of certain shows. Mm-hmm. And then you have to now get Discovery Plus if you want to see the new shows. Like uh... they, they're, they're saying like such and such show has now moved to Discovery Plus now streaming this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. So when you watch it on HGTV in real time, on cable, you're only getting the reruns. And when you want new episodes, you have to get their streaming service. They're doing yes. that also for TLC, like 90 Day Fiance. I'm like, they've been they showing the oldest of the old reruns like so far back because they just refuse to put any new content on the cable channel. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this is wild. That is wild. Yeah, that is insane because like to your point, like creating they they talk about I was reading how you know, viewership for television is for actual like broadcast television is getting less and less. And one report said that at newscast, like late newscast, like your 10 o'clock, that's now having higher viewership than like regular television shows, you know, on like the ABC, the big four networks. And they've even gone off and started their own like online streaming networks, which has all of their shows. Like what's that? Is it the peak? What is that? NBC? There's the Peacock, Peacock. I think they try to do. And then there's something coming on like Paramount Television, um, which is new. And then, of course, HBO Max, which has been digital for a while. But then they they rolled so much stuff because, you know, people own lots of things like it's tied into Fox and they're showing all of the original programming on HBO. But they're also showing movies. And they're also that wild that HBO had the nerve to start a, tr- a streaming service. And you're mm-hmm. like, I already pay for HBO <laughs> on my cable. Like HBO doesn't come for free. That's yeah. the reason why they were called premium channels because you paid extra for them. So now I'm paying extra for my premium channel so that I can watch um, Insecure or whatever. But now I also have to pay for Max because y'all put movies and stuff out. 
That's this is awesome. the bullshit. I didn't even think about that. So if you have HBO, yeah, that means for HBO. So insecure, like all the programs that are live now, all the shows that are live now are not going to be available on HBO Max? Are they going to be available later? But I know that if I'm a Max customer, I'm like, I better be getting this. But at the same time, if I'm paying for HBO, I'm like, why are Max people getting what I'm getting? I'm actually paying $10 a month for Max through my stupid cable service. They're uh-huh. paying $4 a month for the streaming. They better not be getting what I'm getting. Oh, no. I We have HBO Max, and I think it's 15 or $14 what? that we pay for. Yes. Oh, Yes. So you probably should be demanding that you. Yes. I mean, we're getting, you know, (laughs) there's a movie that we're getting. That's why I watched that horrible Wonder Woman. Insane. I just don't, it's ridiculous. You know, it's extra crazy though. It's like the cable companies need to figure out a way to save this because it just, it's all it's doing is cannibalizing their business. Yes. Because eventually everyone's just going to be streaming. And so it's like, well, what do I need you for, Spectrum? Like, I don't need you for anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have my little boxes and my whatever, my devices. I get everything I need. Honestly, like, once everything just goes to those streaming platforms, they're going to have to, yeah. I mean, you literally aren't going to need them for anything. And then they're just going to try to increase the price of, of your Wi-Fi and all this other stuff to make up for the losses. But, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. But yeah. I know this much. I'm not here for this okie doke. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I need folks to understand how much, how, as much as I love TV, I will go back to just reading books. So books what do you from the library? Okay, books, not even first, not even kindling that shit. Books no, from the library. No, how no, many services? I will put my name on that wait list. <laughs> so you guys have you guys have a regular broad like TV package, right? Mm-hmm. And then what are the premium channels that you have? And, it did, and so how many multiple ones? Like, do you have more than two? Yeah, we have HBO, Showtime. Um, uh, what's this other one? Stars, I think. Stars, Stars, uh-huh. Like that, Epics. Wow. Maybe he gave up Epics. We might have not. We might have gave up Epics. Um, yeah. And then, you know, we have, like, Amazon Prime, whatever. Um, Gosh. So, and yeah. then Netflix. Well, you know. Oh, okay. Sure. okay. Sure, yeah. Netflix and Hulu. <laughs> Listen, I use my sister's. Like I said, I use my. No, I use Josh's Netflix. My sister uses mine because I don't use it anymore. Yeah, but, I'm like, sure, we got Netflix and Hulu. Um, yeah, so and the, access to them. Exactly. Yeah, I'm like, listen, we pay Hulu. for enough. Okay. <laughs> exactly, because it can get we really pay for expensive. enough for the six channels we watch. And when it comes to like cable, I'm like, seriously, it's like I leave the, the TV on HGTV, like you know, when I'm cleaning or I'm cooking or okay, I don't cook, but when I'm cleaning <laughs> or like doing things in the background, um, I'll leave it on that. And then we watch the challenge. We are like, we love the challenge. MTV. Uh-huh. I can watch ridiculousness for hours. Oh, really? It's that is hilarious. It's absurd i just, it thoroughly entertains me um and then like we watch like real housewives and then i want to say okay no lie we do watch game shows like we actually record the weakest link <laughs> oh the new one we do yes yes Wait, who's the host again With jane lynch she's oh hilarious. she's great oh. <laughs> and then and now our new thing is the chase i got him on the chase now Hold up! Is um, the chase the thing that we I did where you? Yes. Did that. Is he still there? No. So what they're doing now is they have a rotating. Um, it's not the beast. 
it's these three um the the I guess all time highest Jeopardy champions mm-hmm. and they rotate the three of them out. Um so oh. far no one has won any money. <laughs> they have oh, wow. no one team won. One team won. The rest of them they beaten into a, bu- a bloody pulp. Like these oh, guys, so they now have teams because before there weren't teams. Before there no, was just one person. Teams. Really? Oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. It was a team. Some people team. just got kicked off the team from not being. That's right. That's right. You're so true. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so we're watching The Chase. So there are a couple of shows that we're watching. And of and course, Drag Race. Drag Race. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but for the most part, it's like, yeah, mm, like, no. We're just like streaming things on Netflix. We're starting to watch Blink Empire, which is like Crazy Rich Asians, the TV show. Oh, that's um, on Netflix, right? How was that? Yeah. Oh, it's interesting. I like it. It's okay. interesting. Um, <laughs> we, we're watching that. And then, yeah, all this other stuff we're just streaming. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, we don't watch enough cable to be spending as much money that we spend, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, Just to kind of like be able to have it on in the background when I'm cleaning and stuff, you know, or yeah. when I wake up and, you know, have my coffee on a Sunday morning. So if it comes down to the fact that they don't even show any new shows anymore, mm-hmm. we're definitely going to have to cut it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. What You should be paying for that. I'm like the second Atlanta housewife season is over and the challenge is over. I think we're just going to go ahead and get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like I said, I mean, we have the, the big four. We have Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, Amazon prime. And it sucks because like we talk about with drag race, I'm not able to catch things on real time. So we have to wait like a next day to stream them. But after that, and it's yeah. good too. Like you said, you put something that you put HGTV on in the background. Sometimes I miss that. And that's yeah. that's a habit that's hard to break because we grew up with television. You know what I'm saying? Like we talked about this. We had a television in every room. And I know you had, you know, television was a part of your childhood. So just like having the television on, re- interacting, I'll say interacting with television in that way is hard to break. I miss it. We'll go to like my family's house or Josh's family house, and he's like, "Commercials? I miss commercials." And I'm like, "Dude, you know, for like a quick second, I do miss commercials." <laughs> and we're like, "Wow, it's like a break from everything." And um, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting, but I'm here for the streaming. It does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's interesting to see and because we're the age that we are. We've seen TV evolve so much. Hmm. Um, so it is interesting to see where it's going now. Yeah. Um, it, it's so funny how much changes in such a short amount of time because we're not that old. No, but, we're not. But we're old enough to remember certain things. Like, I remember the box. Mm-hmm. Like, remember the box? This was a New that York thing, right? First... No. What the do you box mean? was like the first um, video music channel that was just like, all they played was videos all day. That's it. That's solely what the channel was. Mm-hmm. And then it, you know, kind of evolved into they were like, well, we could actually turn these into like programming that people will want to tune into if we have hosts that are engaging yeah. and get mm-hmm. things like that. And then they started doing stuff like Video Music Soul and, um, <laughs> you know, your MTV raps and all that stuff. And um, I mean, of course, Video Music Box came before all of that. I yeah. Think. Yeah, it's just int with VJ Ralph McDaniel's, but it's just so interesting to see how much it has evolved. And like now, it's to the point where we're like, 
they still play music videos? (laughs) Exactly. Because you're like, where and on what channel? Exactly. Where do you find these? And I'm sure no one watches music videos on TV anymore. Oh, yeah, it's all online. It's just like YouTube and like people post it on their Instagram or whatever. And it's crazy. So it's like, wow, I'm, you know, I'm not even 40. And yeah. so much has changed um, and just from my childhood to now. And that's kind of cool that we were that young to, like, we are the generation that grew up seeing both sides. Like I mentioned, we've yeah. seen the growth of computers. We're the generation that just, just is, is perfect. Like, not yeah. perfect, but, like, we got the best of both worlds. Like, we remember not having a cell, a cell phone. We remember having one of the little address books where you wrote people's phone numbers and address down. Yeah. And, and memorizing people's actual landlines mm-hmm. and things. Um, and now, you know, here we are, iPhone 12. Yeah. <laughs> like We remember what? when computers were not necessary for everyday life. You know what I'm saying? We, we remember, remember T9 typewriters. text messaging. You said what? <laughs> T9 text messaging. Oh my gosh. Yes. That. Was that on the T9? Was that that computer, the Texas Instrument? No, you had a flip phone and you only you you didn't have um a keyboard. Oh, a full keyboard, yeah. You just yeah. had the numbers and it was like like a like a dot, like a, yeah. a a keypad. So it was like three letters per number, and if you wanted to get to a Z, you had to hold it down. Yes. And, then, and then they came up with T9. It was like you had shortcuts and shit. Oh like, my god, It was girl. crazy. I, I can't even... It's just funny how technology has come. They I also just saw, this is going back to the other topic, there are nearly 300 streaming program services available in the U.S. I had no idea. Three hundred. none of them are Quibi. Yeah, you're like... <laughs> Sorry, Quibi. I'm gonna stop coming for you. That is insane. Hold up. There's Quibi even, was more short was short lived than, than COVID. Yeah, Quibi was. It, it, you know, I'm saying Quibi. What was it like? 15 minute programming. It didn't even have 15 15 minutes. It didn't even get that about it. Yeah, no 15 Quibi. minutes of fame. Oh, it just Quibi. most people probably haven't even heard about it. Honestly, I know about because we heard about it and then we saw. I saw it on the ads in the train stations when I would go to work. It was just <laughs> all all plastered everywhere because they had so many um, big stars. But yeah, that didn't last. They even spoke quickly. They even have a, a a content like streamings are just around equestrians, like just horses, horse lifestyle. So girl, they got everything for us. I don't even know of these other um, streaming programs, but they're also saying in the future they expect like our TV to be more interactive. So you know, you've seen the things on Netflix, like Black Mirror did that interactive episode where you got to choose. You know, the, I hate those things. That one Black Mirror, that yeah, movie like, that I thought was utterly terrible. Was horrible. But the one had, thing that came out of Black Mirror that was bad. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And they've had, they've, I know that they've had other things like that, but I think that was one of the more prominent things that they've had. And then shopping, they're also going to do. I've heard, been hearing about this for a while. Shopping on so, so while you're watching television, I don't know if it's through the commercials, probably most likely through the commercials, you're going to be able to shop while you're viewing things. Which they have that now. I, I've seen that come up. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Um, where it'll say, you know, it'll be like an advertisement for something, um, uh, and it'll be like, um, oh, yeah, like for example, the car commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it might be a, a Honda commercial, and it will pop up on the side. Like, it'll tell us what our nearest Honda dealer is, and then we can click on um, like the information and stuff. No. To like make an appointment or something. Yeah, that that I've seen. That's too much. 
too much. <laughs> it's, it's all for the point of peddling goods. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. To get us to, to buy things and spend money. Um, that's literally where all of our jobs and all of our lives are surrounded around, unless we are like doctors and caretakers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is true. But, you know, eh, that's mm. just the world we live in. That's the world we live in. Consumer, um, consumer. Yeah. I am. Um, it's getting to the point too, where it's just like it'll all be on your phones too. Like yeah. no one's gonna actually sit and watch a TV. Mm-hmm. Like, you're gonna be like, you want to watch a movie? I'm like, all right, sure. And then you'll just pull your phone out and then put like everybody will have like respective headphones or something that will connect. Yeah. Uh, and we already have that to some extent, but I'm talking like to the point where. TVs might even become obsolete at some point in the future. Um, although I do, people do love to see things on a big screen. Yes, that's the thing. Yeah, things on a big screen because even when, to your point, you know, I would like when we're traveling because you know all the apps, all the Netflixes, the Hulu's, they're all available on your phone. Mm-hmm. And Netflix even makes some content downloadable, so you don't need a Wi-Fi a Wi-Fi connection. Uh-oh. I don't know if some of the other apps are doing that. But Netflix has some of his content so you can download. So I traveled, I'll download something and I'll watch it like on the train or on the bus while I'm going, you know, going away. And that's really cool. But yeah, the big, the screen does make it so that I want to, yeah, I want to have those moments. But also like, have you seen people on the trains watching television shows? Like all the time. Yeah, all the time. It's really, really insane. I've never done that, but. Okay, I can I just say, so. I have done that, and there was this one show, which it's crazy that now I can't remember what it was called. Um, was it like Naomi Watts or something? She was like um, a psychologist, but she was all fucked up, and she was like stalking one of her patients, and then she started having an affair with him. And then oh, I was watching it on the train, and then it was like sex scenes, and I felt so awkward. Yes, yes. <laughs> but like this girl was doing it one day too. She was watching like Fifty Shades of Grey or something on the train and it was like all this sex stuff and I was like see that's awkward because I'm looking over your shoulder you probably feel really weird about this right now it is very weird yes I used to feel weird I still feel weird when I'm reading a book and there's a sexual scene and no one else knows what the hell I'm reading, but I'm like, oh my gosh, it's sex. And I feel like, like I'm reading late- <laughs> <laughs> yes. I feel uncomfortable. Yeah, no one, like, you know, on the planes, when you're traveling on the planes and I think for, you know, you can watch their content, their movies, and there were certain scenes and I, I, I think that they sometimes will cut certain things out when you're riding on the, when they're shown on the planes, they'll cut certain things out. But I'm pre- I know that there are certain... <laughs> Yeah, so that's weird to watch on a plane, especially say you got to th- say you're sitting next to someone you don't know or anyone can see your screen. I'm like, I definitely will not watch certain movies on a plane because I'm like, I don't want to see this. I want to see it. Yes, but not in a public arena setting. No, no, no. Which is so weird because if you go to the movies and watch it, you're surrounded by strangers. And you're all watching the same thing, but maybe wow. that's what it is. is yeah, that you have all chosen to go watch this thing. So exactly, we're all shamefully watching these people have sex on a huge screen together. But there's yes. this thing that we all chose to do this. And you are paid. I chose to do this, and now you're just looking <laughs> over my shoulder and you're judging me. Yes, I know we have to go, but it's also like I was asking so hard. I was like, would it be weird if someone walked in on you? You know, a parent or whoever it was walked in on you masturbating or having sex and we were like i think it would probably be better if you were having sex because Definitely. someone else takes the shame yeah the 
it's another person <laughs> versus like you're pleasuring yourself. Yes, and yeah, that's so private. Want, yeah, you definitely wouldn't want like a parent to see that. Like, no, no, yes. Because no. yes. then also, I know for women too, especially, it's like, what method do you use? Are you old fashioned or do you use a toy? Like, and you don't need that to be drilled into anybody's head. Like that's like a parent or a guardian or somebody. Yes. Like that. Yes. Oh, that is the kind of thing like you can't unknow and yes. got to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, no. Yes. At least with like sex, it's like well they expect you to be having sex with you. Exactly. Exactly. They like, don't want to see it, but they know it happens. Yes. And then too, you're not alone in that shame. It's not as private as. It, yeah, it's it's not as private, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah it's not as it was already another person present. Unless you're doing something extra freaky deaky, and then you know. Yeah, exactly. Like my thing is, what if you're both Thanksgiving is canceled, or like? <laughs> <laughs> so, that is hilarious. Well, so, and on that note, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> hopefully, in 2021, Thanksgiving will not be canceled due to COVID nor any embarrassing sexual moments that you might encounter mm-hmm. with a parent or a special person in your family. Exactly. And if you like this episode of Black Hipster, <laughs> subscribe. Uh-huh, uh-huh. One every week. Yes. Um, make sure you also rate us top stars, top stars only if you're mm-hmm. not going to keep it to yourself. But you can also reach out to us by email, hit us up at blackhipsterpodcast at gmail.com. Um, show us some love, ask us some questions. Maybe there's even a topic that you would like these hipsters to muse on and on and on about. Let mm-hmm. us know. Um, you can also follow us and slide up in our DMs at Black Hipster Podcast on Instagram. You can reach out to me, but please, no sliding and no DMs at mm-hmm. the Shalwa Evans. <laughs> yes, you can find me at Standrick Wiggins. I, I always want to say, I was like Standrick W. I always want to say my old one. Yes. <laughs> Wiggins. Yes. And that's about it. Um, I'm having a sober Tuesday, so no wine for me tonight. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry too. I'm going to just go and sulk in a bath instead. So until next week, y'all. And you too, boo. Bye. Bye.